talking about like explorer and on our podcast and that's how i interact with the game mostly nowadays not it's actually not commander so much anymore uh it's hard to get our groups together to actually play so i wanted to talk about you know kind of more of the way that i'm going to see these cards being played in the constructed sets and, and a lot changes <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of changes. Yeah, and I, I've been playing a little bunch of standard too. Uh, did you play in that? Uh, there's like a explorer metagame. I did not. No, I don't generally go to the. I mean, if I, I'd have to have a lot of time. You know what I mean? Like those actually t- soak up a lot of time. You have to finish them all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, if you keep winning, and it's not like I'm guaranteed I'm gonna keep winning. I just like I don't know. I don't have the. What for to, yeah, to go yeah, through exactly. all that? Yeah, a lot of times our uh, our game, the how we play is just like, oh, I play like oh, I'm waiting for my launch to get done. I'll, I'll play two games. Basically, or, yeah, I knock it out when I can, and I and I like log off almost immediately afterwards, and mm-hmm. I just like playing around with building decks and stuff. I don't, which arena is not great for to be fair. It is. <laughs> I build so many decks that will never get built because oh man. It, I, and it's always the lands. It's always like, <laughs> I've been trying to build. So my uh, I play like a lot of Slesnia Toxic. That's like my. That's like you know you you build your deck or two decks that you play and you're like oh, I can really only play this right. this one. And it's not. It's becoming uh, much more uh, difficult to play. It's not just the free wins that it was like you know two months ago or whatever. <laughs> um, so and I think. Through. Yeah, and I, I think turning it into Abzan and making it a little more mid rangey is probably the way it's going to go. Because removal is just so good now. It's yeah. Like, there's just so many good mid range stuff going on that it's kind of hard to. It's a mid range fest, that's for certain. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with battles, it's just going to be good more of that. Like, that's you're right. eking out these, like, oh, okay, I do all this stuff and then I attack with my, like, 2 2 flyer now that did this effect. But now I'm going to attack a battle. Do you or, think these battles are going to change the landscape, or like maybe fade away after like they get kind of figured out? I, I think I think like there's going to be like like three really good ones, and you're right. I don't think there's going to be a, like a battle there's, deck. Yeah, there's probably going to be like a deck built around that concept, right? Where like uh, yeah, I use yeah. The three battles, I unlock them, and it's good. Yeah, exactly, and and like those ones are going to be like probably format defining cards Mo- again, mostly because these are just new card types so people don't know how to play them or play against them like myself included but like how do you decide like do i attack the, the do i attack the battle do i attack them like right um and uh, it's it's just like another way to kind of slow down the format so i think it's i think there's going to be a couple of them that are like format defining and then just be like like well did like you know uh like Grixis mid-range is now insane because they just have so much value going on. Right. One thing that's really hard to parse, and, like, you know, you joke about this set having all these legendaries and being four commander, but, like, they're all kind of crazy nuts bombs cards. Are any of these going to get anywhere? Like, are we going to be staring these down in every game? I can't tell. Yeah, there's, like, most of these... 
they're kind of insane. Like most of them, no. Like like the ones that cost more than like six mana or don't have an ETB or don't like do something active, we're right. just not going to see. Um, you know, like Zimon and Dinah. You know, when we draw a second card, second or card each turn, target opponent loses two life, you gain two life, sacrifice another creature, draw a card, blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, gonna, I just pull, I, I'm looking at it now, and I'm just like, you know, it's a 3-4 three, for three, which is pretty decent, but it, like, doesn't really, like, do anything right when it enters, yeah. you can know, just it's spend a lot of and then someone's just going to kill it immediately, like, with a go for the throw, and you're like, okay, I didn't do anything. Um, of course, I say that now. It's going to be, like, some... It's going to be busted. It's going to be nuts. Be yeah. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. These cards just seem crazy. I don't know. There's just a lot going on. I think so, some of the easier ones to be like, yeah, this is the thing now. Uh, for example, the uh, Prowess Monk. Monastery Mentor. Oh, gonna yeah. That's, that's going to be... You no. know that people are going to be running around Monastery Mentor decks like crazy for a while. That used to be like the modern like finisher. Which like, like control. Yes, modern. It's not gonna be good in Pioneer. There are no yeah. zero mana artifacts that you could play like Mishra's Bobble that make Monastery Mentor good. Yeah. So it's not gonna be good, but it's gonna be around. Frickin' everywhere. It's gonna be around. Yeah. It's, uh, the Chromo yeah. Seed Shark is another one that's pretty similar, right? It's it's like uh-huh. relying on those. I wonder how much it's gonna affect constructed. Yeah, I wonder how how good Monastery Mentor is going to be because I could be stoke the flames is coming back. It's yep. instant convoke deal for to any target. Yep. Since as convoke with Monastery Mentor, you think like, okay, I just cast like two other spells and then just basically get a free convoke out of that. Right. Um, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, Monastery Mentor is going to be busted, but it'll, it'll be interesting what of like you said busted about these. What though? I don't think it will. I think it's going to be kind of bad. I think, yeah, I, I think it's going to be, eh, like, eh, eh, the, the promise like, tokens are a lot better than a lot of the other, other effects that they have. I mean, yeah. Otherwise you yeah. have the answer and the iconoclast and they just make one ones and nothing else. Just make regular one ones. One ones with prowess are scary. People don't understand. It's, that it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see kind of what comes up. And like, and like you said, there's, there's always constantly some reprints. You're like, this is going to be busted now. And then it's, everyone's right. just like, no, it sucks. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, well, just turns out read memory, right? You have Liliana the Bell coming back and everyone's like, it's the end of Pioneer. Liliana's coming and is going to ruin. And like, yeah. maybe one deck plays it now and it's just okay. Right. And it's like, oh, it's really good in Grease Fang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good in Grease Fang and, and maybe like Mono Black plays it. Mm-hmm. They don't have much else that they can play. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that's gonna. Yeah, that's obviously going to be Monastery Mentor too, right? You play it in the one deck that can house Monastery Mentor. Yeah, that's gonna be good because it's a good card, but it can only yeah. be played in that deck. So it's getting, it can't yeah, overrun the world because then you just figure out that deck and then you and then you're done. Yeah, <laughs> and unless unless something is like a crazy finish or like a Traxa or just like the best removal spell, that's generally how it just goes, right? <laughs> um. Yeah, it's be interesting. I would, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's just like you check back in like six months and you're just like, huh, you know, like, like ten percent of all the uncommons that are played in Explorer are from the set or something. Just like there's tons. Yeah, of well, cards. I don't know if they will be though, because like for example, red black in this set is focused around the sacrifice archetype. But if I when I look at this set, 
I play a lot of the red-black sack. I wouldn't play any of these cards over the current list that I'm playing in red-black sack. It's like, even though they created a whole nother set with that archetype in mind, I don't think they printed anything good enough for red-black sack. Would you uh, be moved? Are you moved by any of like the um, like the incubate stuff? Because it just like gets too like anything with incubate gets just gets an additional game piece to sack to what? What is it? Is it like that anvil? Yeah, Oniko and anvil. I love Oniko and anvil, and possible, possible. I don't think I don't I don't I haven't seen all of the black red incubate cards, but. I don't think so. <laughs> it's like, obviously, yes, there, there's that synergy. If it's around, it would make sense. But I don't think there is any that are... Like, Incubate is mostly in, like, white and, you know, green and a little bit in black. So, But uh -huh. I don't think it's there for what you want. Here's your, your fave your fave card, the, the... The bloated? The bloated one. Yeah, that one's pretty decent, right? But then, like, its first text does nothing for you. Sacrifice another Phyrexian. That's not going to mean anything for you. Oh, so right. you're just playing it as a three mana three two, and like three mana. Uh, that's yeah. a rough spot I, to be. It's like, I forgot. I think. Oh, but um, yeah, I guess. Um, I bet there's a new. There's gonna be a Phyrexian deck good. after this set. There's gonna be a Phyrexian deck, right? Because they they finally printed Phyrexian a Lord letters. in Phyrexian. Mm -hmm. The Grafted Butcher, who actually seems pretty good. Two mana, two, two. Other Phyrexians get plus one, plus one. And they gain menace until end of turn when it enters. And then for three and a black, yeah, yeah. you can sack an artifact or creature and return them to the battlefield. That seems really strong. That's a really good lord. Phyrexian Sensor is probably going to be really good. Or an interesting sideboard card. Like yeah. What's funny about that one is that one is going to be the best the farther back you go. All the way back to Legacy that's going to see play. Right, because I think so, are, did they errata older cards to say that they were Phyrexian? Yes, they errata some cards, but it's still so rare that a card is Phyrexian that this card essentially it stapled two things together that haven't been together on a card. Yeah, right, yeah. Phyrexians <laughs> and creatures enter the battlefield tapped and people can't cast more than one spell each turn. Those yeah. two things haven't been printed on a single card. So that's going to be good. And it's a 3-3 three, three for 3. So, I mean, it's just, it's just a good card. And it's, yeah, it's just also just a 3-3 three, three for 3. I'll tell you two decks that I'm really excited to build that wouldn't have existed before this set. I don't know how good they'll be. They'll probably be terrible. But nonetheless, here's what I'm looking for. Uh, this is in Explorer. Uh, the first deck is going to be the Incubate deck, where I'm going to try and do like an Incubate Ramp deck that's in like Bant with these enchantments that have a very high incubate number, like Phyrexian Awakening, and uh, there's one called like, Tangled Skyline or something. Uh, Awakening incubates four, and Phyrexians you control have Vigilance, and then the Skyline one is it enters, you gain five, incubate five, and Phyrexians have Reach. So I can like, alive. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. The whole point would be like, and then I want to combine it with... Uh, this whole incubate mechanic with the planeswalker Tezzeret Betrayer of Flesh because uh, it gives you a free nice. transform as well as the one mana in this set, uh, Progenitor Exarch. It's a one-two for one and you can tap to transform an incubator. It also has XX in its cost and you can incubate three X times. 
So if you have a bunch of mana, yeah, you, just, you draw it late. You can like yeah. So that that's that's one of my ideas, and and they also came out with the glistening dawn, uh, kind of works perfectly for this ramp strategy as well, mm-hmm. right? Incubate X twice, where X is the number of lands you control. We'll see how that all works out, but we'll see how it goes. It's one of those things. I want to try it. I want to try it out. Uh, it's like a Bant ramp deck, and then the next one is this was an idea. That I had in the past and it never worked out, but they printed these cards uh, with mountain cycling and swamp cycling that are big old creatures in... God, I gotta find them. They're like... They both have backup. They're really random. They're, no one would like recognize them and be like, oh yeah, that makes this, this deck possible. <laughs> but it is, <laughs> it's revolved around the Cauldron of Eternities from Eldraine. What, does, what, what one does that do? It is 10 black black for an, a legendary artifact. Oh, yeah, the one that was. It costs two less for each creature card in your graveyard. And then you can tap three and two life and tap it to reanimate something from your graveyard. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm going to make a deck based around Combustible Gear Hulk. <laughs> Where if you choose, like, everything costs, like, six mana in this deck. Because you have things yeah. like the Furthest Host Charger costs six mana for a 5-5 five five with haste, with mountain cycling too, so I can easily fix my mana in this deck. I'll play things like Stitcher Supplier that lets me mill over a crap ton of cards that are creatures. Uh-huh. And then you reanimate a combustible gear hulk, and I'm either gonna draw three or you could take up to 16 damage easily with <laughs> at the top of my deck. <laughs> it is a goofy deck, but it could only exist after this because it never really worked out in the past. I was playing thing I was playing the um the Zendikar versions of them. Those like six mana Zendikar, you know, they enter the yeah. battlefield packed. This is infinitely better. <laughs> right, yeah. Because it's a creature that gets itself into the graveyard and gives me the land untapped. Yeah, it actually gives me the land, yeah. Yeah. So this is infinitely better. So I can't wait to try it. I don't think it'll be good, but it'll be fun. <laughs> right, yeah. Like so many of these like new decks, they're like they're like tier four. Yeah. And they're just like messing eh, around. Yeah, it's it's instead of like reanimating a tracks, uh, you're doing this. And it's just it's more fun that way. There's a couple of yep. um, functional reprints in this set that I think are going to be a big deal, too. Uh, they have the Volcanic Spite. This mm-hmm. is actually not even just a functional reprint. I think it's just a straight, strict upgrade over the Fire Prophecy, which you see in a lot of combo decks. Okay, yeah. It, yeah, it, uh, you may put a card from your hand in the bottom of your library, draw a card. Right. Yeah, which is exactly... But this one can target creatures, planeswalkers, and battles. Yeah, Fire Prophecy was only creature. Only creatures, yeah. Being able to just pick off a Planeswalker or, like, yeah. if a battle... Like, that'll be the thing about these battles, right? Like, yeah. if, like, you have four battles in your deck, then you just be like, oh, yeah, okay, like, sure. Like, why not play this? Right. And then I don't know if we're looking for it, but they did a functional reprint of Village Rights. Corrupted Conviction, right. one black mana, sack a creature, draw two at instant speed. If you again, like, the, like uh, I was saying, like Sack, so, yeah, I was gonna say like Sack already doesn't really play. I don't even play Village Rights, but like maybe if you wanted to transition into a Village Rights build, maybe you wanted eight of that effect, and it's better for you. I don't, I don't know. Hey, I think you just play Village Speed, right? Probably, I'm, yeah. You, you can sacrifice your speed. random better. artifacts. Yeah, you can sacrifice your artifact. Treasure. It's better. 
Um, I think. Do you what? Do you think any? You're only talking about um, Explorer, obviously, but any of the the Mostly, yeah. Praetors are going to see any play or anything? In Explorer, so slow. Uh, I do have a spot for the Shouldred, actually. Now that we mention mm-hmm. it, because uh, specifically, Shouldred is going to be really good in a deck with Fires of Invention. Ah, uh, yes. Because you can play her for free on the fifth turn and also flip her because you have the mana. So what's going to happen with Fires of Invention out is you play her, they sack a creature, then you flip her, they have you destroy a creature. So you got rid of two of their things, yeah. and next turn they're going to have to discard three, mill three, and then you reanimate everything. So you I mean, game, yeah. yeah, it's really good. So I think, yes, Shouldred, it would be the what my pick for uh, Explorer, I think. With the Fires of Invention, it's just insane. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, like the... Um... I, is is Arc Light Phoenix banned in Explorer, or is it still around? No, Arc Light Phoenix is, is a deck. I feel like maybe not Explorer, but the Urabrask and those like the ones where it had just just like a ton of efficient spells to cast. That's probably. I mean, easy. I'd more see Urabrask in like a mono red deck. Yeah, could get there. It'd be really hard to flip, but I could see it. There's been yeah, a lot of talk about the Tarkir battle, which I don't see, really. I don't get it, but... Yeah, I don't really get it either. I mean, it is just a shock, you know? But a shock for two is really bad. <laughs> I get yeah, I right. get that it, like, does something, but it's not... I, wonder, good. Like, I, mean, it's not, I think the biggest thing for me, too, is the five defense counters seems like so much. Yeah, and you can't even target it with its with itself. Nope. Yeah, right. If, is... if it had that as a fallback, yeah, to set itself to like three defense counters to get there. Yeah, I could, that because like a shock feels so bad compared to that, right? Like being able yeah, yeah. to access a four four flying trample dragon. That yeah, does two I'm gonna any seven attacks. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see if there are how many dragons there are in. Uh... There's a lot of dragons. Yeah, They're not good though. There's like one good dragon in standard right now. Which one's that? Uh, I'll tell you as soon as I. There's more coming out there. too, right? Because uh, Kyrie was oh, part dragon. What? Yeah. Sort of by color. Callheim's no longer no. new, right? Yeah. Gold span back then. That card tore up. Freaking. Uh... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um... Here's one that might see play, right? Is the Bloodfeather Phoenix. Everyone's been talking about this one. The two-mana, two-two oh, Phoenix. yeah. Hit block. And it's whenever an instant or sorcery deals damage, you pay one and it comes back to the battlefield with haste. That could be good. It could be, right? I, I don't I don't know where to put that one. Hmm. Like a two-two well, actually, is okay, but... You know, th- this isn't what I was thinking of. You know, may- maybe I was thinking of a different... Um, maybe I was thinking of... Um, um, Explorer when I was thinking of like there was a dragon that people played. But you know, there's that there's the uh Falaji dragon engine, which is like you can prototype it for oh. three. <laughs> I forgot. So it's like dragon. Yeah, it's a dragon you could do two yeah, and then right and then you can shock some or bolt something and then Wait, it's is that the as... only one? Oh my god, yeah, this thing's gonna see no play. I don't see well, it No, no, Capricious Hellraiser is kind of one okay, of the Hellraiser. To play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh because if you have nine cards in your graveyard. Uh, yeah, cast for three. Stuff. 
what I kind of forgot is all the Kamigawa cards are dra- or the those dragons. So oh, like, sure, yeah, Atoshi, which is like it doesn't feel like it's a bad card. Like, no, that's dies, you really three good. treasures. Yeah, I like that. Aos is pretty popular. Not like it's not all over the place or anything, but still, I I, I bet you sees no play at all <laughs> in, in standard at least. Yeah, I wonder again. Like, the I think people are going to try it in Pioneer and not like it, and it's going to disappear. It'll be interesting to see how just these, like, almost all of these effects are traditionally just sorceries or instants, but how how being permanents affect things. Like, right. are is like are there going to be a bunch of like Urion decks flying around now? Because they're just like, sweet, I just get to blink all these battles now. They gotta just get rid of companions once and for all in all formats. Whatever, yeah, that was such a mistake. <laughs> just, just really I know. They're like, people love Commander. Why don't we just do this? And they're like, no. The reason why it's Let's fine is just... everything Commander. Why, sir? Like Commander also can just only do one why. card of each kind, not not just create these busted loops out of nowhere. There is like a, a little underrated mid-range red card that I think is going to be great. Is the Rampaging Raptor? Oh yeah, two, I was looking at that. Two, two red for a four-four Trample Haste, and it's got two and a red. Get plus two plus zero, and whenever it deals combat damage to opponent, it can deal that much damage to target Planeswalker that controls or battle that player protects as well. I, I think that card is going to be pretty sweet. I mean, very yeah, reminiscent of Questing Beast, right? Yeah, I was literally going to say this is going to be like yeah. Red Questing Beast, where it's just like, oh crap! They have, like turn four, like please don't have the Raptor, please don't. Oh, the game. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty good. I like it. Questing Beast is probably better. You probably should just play Questing Beast, but yeah, and explore Questing Beast is. is and yeah, no one plays it. No, really, no one plays Questing Beast. Every time people have actually played it against me, I'm terrified. But yeah. almost no one plays it. I know, because it's just like, when you're playing, like, Green Devotion, you're just like, why would I do something with only two pips? <laughs> That's crazy. I'll oh, screw that deck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lastly, the one card cards that I'm really excited about are some of these backup ones I wanted to mention. Uh, on, like, on, like, the common and uncommon side. So we have ones like uh, Saiba Cryptomancer, I think is going to change some of the game in Explorer for sure. This is a one in a blue zero one moonfolk ninja. It has flash backup one and hexproof, so it can give any of your creatures hexproof flash instant speed. And not only that, this thing's a freaking boggle. I don't think anyone realizes how rare that is. There's not many hexproof creatures in Explorer at all, especially for cheap. Especially for cheap, especially for two mana. They kind of move, though, towards, like, oh, it's like a five mana, four, five. Yeah, so, like, baseline, you can flash this thing in on your second turn when they weren't expecting it, have a one-two with hexproof. It's going to be so annoying to play against. Yeah, this thing's going to be kind of busted, dude. I'm telling you, like, watch out for this Cyber Cryptomancer. I think this thing's going to be nuts. And then it just becomes, like, a a one-two if if you need it to be. Yep. And flashes in. One, one thing, just talking about constructed in new format, or, you know, new sets coming in. One thing that I see all the time with every people talking about it is they'll be, like, a generically good card, and they'll just be like, but what But what deck does it go in? It's like, yeah, but, like, like incubate tokens don't exist anywhere else. So, these <laughs> <laughs> people are talking about that with, like, any time any sort of theme comes up, they're like, yeah, but there's no Celestia aggro deck. It's like, well, <laughs> turns out. 
<laughs> there is. It's not like tier one or anything, but like, hey, right. it's still going to be. It's like, turns out it's like, it's still good. So I, 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 mean, I always love seeing like whatever new random crap comes up that everyone gets shocked by. Yeah, I have another one of those a weird quarter case card that like I obviously is not good right now, but you wonder if like ten years from now, if like this card ends up being like the piece you needed to complete the combo with the overgrown pest. Two and a green for a two-two pest. When it enters, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a land. Or double-faced card from among oh, them. Oh, yeah. And put it in I your hand. This. It's like, that's so unique. Nothing yeah. does that. So, like, it's like drawing specifically double-faced cards. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, what? Or a land as a fallback. I'm like, oh, I don't... Like, obviously right now it doesn't do much. I can't think of anything that, that I would need that effect for, but... There's got to be yeah. something down the line where it's like, yeah, this card searches my combo piece, and therefore, right. one I need. And like now, like if there is a four of battle, and there's a four of like, there's like five, there's like fifteen thousand transform creatures in this set, right. and it's like, oh well, this just like tutors just draws, for like, draws you like, card, yeah, <laughs> like sixteen of my cards, yeah. <laughs> and if not, then I just draw a land, like, oh, okay, sweet, yeah. And it's there's like five, a scenario too. where it's legit good. Yeah, top five cards. That's what I said. There's the, a, a way that this becomes like a really important piece in the combo deck. Yeah, and, and especially double face cards. Like now, they're not just creatures. They're not just anything. Like now, though, all those um, you know, like uh, uh, like Spike Field Hazard, all the like the foil double face lands, like. You just grab those now. That's like, oh, it's also a land, and it can just worry disruption if I need to. Right. Like they're it's not like, oh, artifacts. Like, oh, I'm not half my deck is an artifacts. It's just like generically good stuff. It's like, oh, but it turns out all the good cards are actually double face cards because it also gets my Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Right. Right. And then also there's a lot of the plus one plus one counter stuff. They added a lot more of those hardened scales effects besides Ozolith. So I wonder how many of these are going to be running around for a while. Yeah, because like they put Army of Whispered Hopes. There's yeah. like the white, uh, white green one that does that. There's there's so many running around right now. I know, and uh, then like cards like backup, just like generically kind of. Yeah, right. Good. And they added backup as a, another keyword that does that stuff. So. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be shit. And, like, so that doesn't work with Incubate tokens, right? A lot of them do now. So they, they, they've... They said permanent? And yeah, yeah. Permanent. Well, they a lot of them have said creature or artifact. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, like, yeah, Kami Whispered Hopes, for example, says uh, permanent. So that one works with, like, just literally anything. Uh -huh. The one I had read, the Ozolith, does creature or artifact. And what is, let's see what the green-white one does. The green-white one uh, also says permanent. So, works yep. with incubates. And the uh, proliferate is still around. Is it not, how many cards have proliferate in this set? I haven't seen many. Anyway. I was talking about like in standard. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think in this set they printed any more proliferate effects. Yeah, I don't think so either. And the the effects that have it are honestly pretty bad. There's not many good proliferate cards. 
that even they printed in the last set. Like, I feel like the best one's the removal spell. Yeah, the removal spell's good. Um, there's, like, a ton of, like, cyborg cards that... And I'm mostly talking about standard and stuff. But, yeah, right. there's not, like, a whole lot. It, it'll be really funny if, like, just because there's enough Lord Freight around that, like, battles are just, like, unless it's a three defense and it kills something. <laughs> I thought when you brought that up, I kind of laughed to myself. I was like, yeah, that's going to be a thing. I didn't, like, even consider. Because like, proliferates around and people aren't going to, like, bump up the counters. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, obviously, the, the best one that I have is that uh, the Toxic... Avenger, or I don't know what it's called. It's a three mana four four trample that when it hits, you flip right. Oh, a blow to contaminator. Yeah. Blow to contaminator. Uh, yeah. So That's really funny. there's there's constantly times when someone has a saga. I'm like, is now the time that I <laughs> that I proliferate their saga? I proliferated a couple um, Fable the Mirror Breakers just so they didn't have just because they had like no cards in hand, and then I'll be uh, like, okay, proliferate. Okay, so now you have to draw two discard two. Oh, I like that. I like that actually. That that definitely moving from the first step to the second step. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Instead um, of giving them the extra draw, that card is fuck. I I I might be at the point where that should get banned. It's obviously in that deck that I was describing before, and it ha- but it almost relies on it too heavily. You know what I mean? Like that card's just too good. That the deck's it, obviously overperforms so, when I play that card. And then yeah, it it's so generically card. good. It just does so everything. It's like it's like faithless looting. Like, it's just so good. People are like, oh, well, it does, like, it's not super efficient, but it's like, yeah, but it does everything. Yeah. Like, are you going to add a card? Gets in the graveyard. You need to draw cards? Do you need the token to fix your mana? Like, it ramps you. It gives you a, a thing in decks that, like, you know, sacrifice, like, reveal cards until you get to Atraxa. Yeah. <laughs> everything just gets to Atraxa at some point. Uh, then put it in the battlefield. It's not a creature. It's an enchantment. It does all this stuff. I'm just like that. One of, one of my decks is a wish deck, so that I can cast wish and then like get anything out of my sideboard for what I need. And I had to add a crush the weak to my sideboard because of Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Crush the weak is just a sorcery deal two to all creatures and exile them effect. Uh-huh. So it actually comes up in so many scenarios, specifically Fable of the Mirror Breaker because it yeah, has two so... two twos. And people play alongside things like uh, the 3-2 Bloodthirst Harvester. Actually, that's what you see every time. I see that more than any other combination of cards ever. And it's just like the cleanest answer to I cast Wish, I cast that, and get rid of all that crap. Done. I know. The cleanest answer I've found. I like sometimes forget if I'm playing Explorer or Standard. <laughs> it's always like, <laughs> it's in like both, the, yeah. the, the the first wow. play is different. Wow. Standard's always like turn one, cut down your creature. Turn two, right. Blood Tide Artist. Turn three, Fable the Mirror Breaker. Then it's just like, that's oh, the then same, it can do whatever it wants. That's want. the same play in Pioneer, though. It's just turn one, Fatal Push. Turn two, Blood yeah. Tide Artist. Or, or Thoughtseize or something. Yeah, or yeah, Thoughtseize. Oh, Thoughtseize is the worst. Yeah. In that scenario. Not a bad card. I don't mind the card overall, but in. Yeah, freaking red black mirror. You're like, oh my god, it's just so annoying. Yeah, and it, it it's always the same thing. And um, like, it doesn't really matter what happens next. Because then they're like, well, if they flip this fable, they're just going to get either infinite blood tithe harvesters. Yeah, or like, it's just it's the just only like, other card in that deck that I can't stand. That like, specifically, I'm mad about it in that deck is the Bone Crusher Giant. I don't think it's that egregious anywhere else. 
But somehow in the red black mid range deck, it just fits. It, it just fits overperforms. So it's like what? The, how is this thing so big? In other decks, yeah. it doesn't feel this big. <laughs> I know. I know. Just like, <laughs> Wait a second. It's a fourth. Yeah. Card? It costs how three damage. How did I take eight damage in two turns? I'm like, oh, I need to kill it. Oh, wait, it hits me for two. So I can't do anything. <laughs> like every other deck, I, it's never that hard to get rid of. But oh my god, in mid range, I'm yeah. like, holy god, this thing's a truck. Um, I think you'll yeah. There's a couple like color hosers in this set. Not to bring it just back to yeah, yeah. But one. honestly, other than the surge that I mentioned in underrated, I don't think any of them are good at all. Uh, I guess the blue one's okay. The blue one is fine. Yeah, the Counter-Strike spell with mana value 2 or less, or if it's green or red, 6 or less. Yeah. Like... Oh, can counter Fable. Can counter Fable. For 2, yeah. which is very important to get yeah. out of it. Yeah, the easiest uh, way to deal with Fable. Counter fucking thing. Counter, yeah, exactly. Move on. Uh, I can see maybe being um, interesting. 3 mana, deal 2 damage to each creature, Planeswalker, and Battle. That, or you can put any number of cards from your hand upon the library that draw that many. Plus one. I could play that over my Crush the Week in the sideboard. <laughs> exactly. yeah, it does exactly. that effect that I see. Yeah, <laughs> since, since I wonder how many, uh, if, like, man, if, like, getting the battles, like, the last, like, two or three, are there just being like, okay, you gotta play into the fire. If you're playing your uh, Invasion to Tarkir, uh, you just also gotta play kind of into the fire. Mm. Just because it just hits everything. Um, man, I wonder if uh, like Atrax is just so good, and in one v one, Atali is just not going to be as good as Atrax for a reanimation target. But yeah, no, no. Now that they printed the even like none of the Praetors get close. Yeah, the Atrax is just so busted. Yeah, and like the old children, or like the not the old one, the the current children is just so good at. Oh, walking up the board while just nuts. having yeah, cards advantage. Insane. It's kind of hard to like any quote unquote fairly played creature. It's just kind of hard to beat them. I think this card maybe makes it into sack because uh, it's people play Karizev's expertise as a I can steal any of your creatures cards, but they printed Furnace Reigns, which keeps your Gigantha intact as a companion. Because it costs two in a Got single it. red. Uh, yeah. And has the same text where it gains control of any creature. And its additional text is that whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player or a battle, you make a treasure. Which is also good for a sack to good. have. So, yeah. yeah. As opposed to Kari Zev's, you get to cast, like I think, a card that costs two or less. But, like, mm -hmm. I don't know how often that even freaking matters in the deck. Like, yeah, I don't know sometimes how... you almost just rather have the extra treasure. Yeah, a treasure sorry. sounds better anyway. So, yeah, I think that card will get in, but it's not like it's a... It's like a sideboard, like, two of when you're playing against Mono Green and need to steal the bigger things. Yeah. Like, not played that much. I think uh, Glistening Deluge is probably going to be a good sideboard card. Which one is get minus one, minus one. Yeah, but, you know, I, I was so Green upset with that in, one. Get an additional that, minus two. Don't minus you two. feel like that should be a minus three, minus three to get rid of the four toughness creatures? Because specifically, I'm thinking about angels. I freaking hate angels, and this would have been great, but it's not because it can't get rid of anything in angels. Everything in angels has at it least does, four top. Yeah, it's everything in angels. Just like it's like you walk out of the doors at 04. Yeah, like, that's I was like, I was so mad at this card. I was like, could that not have been minus three, minus three for green and white? Like, why? 
why? Because then it could have also gotten rid of the old growth troll. Like, come yeah. on. So it's just not good enough anywhere that I wanted it. How do you think the limit is going to be? Oh my god, I have no idea. I haven't a single clue. I think I'm going to enjoy this a lot more than Phyrexia. I think Phyrexia was a pretty bad yeah. limited format. Probably I had fun like the first two drafts. And I, was, I, I would say I had fun the first draft. I don't think I had fun after that. Like, I, seriously, it was not a good draft format. So I think yeah. I'll enjoy this one a lot more. I think I think the battles are going to slow down the game a lot more. Like yeah, it's just like I'm. Watching was that's the like, most punishing thing oh, ever yeah. in Phyrexia. That was the worst. That just felt horrible. Yeah, and all your tokens were like, oh wait, they can't block. So I'm yeah, as well. and they can't block anyway, and it's punishing to block anyway. Just attack. Just keep attack. Just always attack. Keep attacking. Everything's fine. <laughs> so I think, I think this will be, be cool. Oh, yeah. so we're just. I'm just going to rare draft all these <laughs> Always and forever, man. <laughs> um, also, the full art Phyrexian Black Swamp, one of the arts, like, there's like a normal, or the normal lands, of course. Um, then the full art ones also have just like the Phyrexian symbol kind of somewhere. And like the black one is like, you know, the like tentacles are coming out of this portal, and then you're in the middle of this swamp, and there's just blue Phyrexian symbol. Uh, portrayed. Is it the full uh, art ones? Yeah, the full art ones. Yeah, the swamp looks stick. amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, so does so does the Phyrexianized like Kamigawa town that they got going on in the swamp. Yeah, yeah. It's the swamps again coming out strong. Tell you, tell you. Did you want to do some the extra superlatives we didn't mention, like the best uh, best art, best flavor? Uh, man, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna say for best art is obviously uh, Omnath. That's pretty sweet. I guess I'll go love, with the one that I had mentioned before with the the Surge of Salvation. I think was yeah, or or also cool. possibly the Storm the Seed Core looks insanely amazing. Yeah, way more insane. beautiful than the card's not that great, but the card's beautiful. So <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Multiverse Legends, I kind of like how they're going back to do like showcase frames for a bunch of different. One. Yeah, I, I, cool. we can't include those because they're just always, they're all so much better. They're so, they're so, so much better. better. <laughs> Cards insane. Uh, but yeah, right. I, think that's it for me. I don't know about flavor why. I don't know what you, eh. I don't know where to go. Yeah. Like it's, it's the same flavor as, um, as, uh, as, uh, as the past set. So it's not like anything crazy. Yeah. I, I do, I think, I love, you know, not to keep bringing up Omnath, but like <laughs> the idea of completing the set. With the Phyrexian mana symbol being the last one. Yeah, that's Feels true. good. Middle, because it's yeah. like, oh, you're completing the set and he's been completed. Right, right. It's like, ah, right. uh, that's just that little touch. I'm like, <laughs> someone, someone said this should be a Phyrexian mana symbol instead of one. All right. And then, <laughs> although, it does get points off for the Phyrexian mana symbol just being bigger for the rest <laughs> of the four. <laughs> for no Again, we still have to see the card before we, we still conclusively, card. conclusively say that, but. But yeah, it's looking yeah. that way. <laughs> I was looking at it like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's looking that way. Does it even look that way in the showcase one? I can't see. Not sure. No, in the sh- ah, no, it does. It does. It looks bigger in the showcase yeah. one, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Must be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's upsetting. <laughs> All right. With that, Mom has been complete. Yeah, called Mom. I, I hate mom. that. I hate hey, that. Mom. I hate that. Yeah, Mom. March of the Machines, made Mom. And we just we have had... Machines marching at home. Oh, my 
God. Anyways. Anyways, with that, party freaking on. Party.